Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 117 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. So this week's episode is another Facebook group member suggestion, courtesy of Kevin Cowley from Oregon. And he wrote this in the Facebook group. Pre-pandemic, I had a night shot of the front of a local downtown bar and grill and I tagged them in a post which they shared. A little later, when my wife and I were eating there, the owner asked if I would photograph their establishment for them. Since I've never done anything like that before, I wasn't sure what to charge or even how to photograph the interior of a bar and grill. What equipment would I need to bring? Do I need to do it with customers there? What angles would I shoot? And would I need a speed light? Would I only shoot the interior or also some food? It's very long and narrow with an antique bar as its main visual. But again, it's very narrow and somewhat dark. They have billiards and karaoke in the back where it's a little bit brighter. I have fast prime and zoom lenses and several Godox flashes with triggers. So, how to photograph the interior of a bar like this? So let's go through what's needed for this shoot. We'll start with what equipment to use. Now with most real estate, interiors of homes, shops, whatever, you need to be using a 16mm lens. And that is on a full frame sensor body. Or on a cropped APS-C sensor body, you need a zoom that starts around 10mm. So for a full frame, a 16 to 35mm zoom is perfect. And for a cropped body, be looking at a 10 to 18 zoom. And that'll give you the same angle of view. Now, I know that Kevin uses a full frame Sony body. So if he does have a 16mm prime lens that is a 1.8, he could shoot the interior without a flash. He wouldn't have too much problem. But I know that Sony have a 16mm, but it's a f2.8 lens. And that might not be capable of capturing a dark interior without it getting too grainy. You'd probably have to have the ISO up a little bit too high and it might get grainy images. But with the uh, editing software nowadays, grainy images really aren't a problem. So it might be an option. Now, if he used a tripod, he could use longer shutter speeds. But in a narrow bar with chairs and tables, there might not be enough room for a tripod. So should you use flash? In this situation, I really think that flash is necessary. You might think a flash will produce photos that are extremely bright. Trying to keep the atmosphere of a bar is super important, so the flash needs to be set on a low power. You need just enough to bring out the details in the dark areas. And you're going to make the bar look inviting and not bright and sterile. Now using flash can be difficult due to the mirrors that a lot of bars have behind the bar, where all the... Uh, the bottles of the liquor are. The way to avoid the bright reflections in the mirrors, which can ruin a, a photo, is to use off-camera flash. And you position the flashes on the floor behind the bar facing away from the mirrored surfaces. Now this bar might not have mirrored areas, but most bars and pubs do. Trust me, I investigated a lot of pub interiors when I was younger. As far as how many flashes you, could, you would need in this situation, I would think two, possibly three, but two would definitely do it. Hiding a flash behind the bar, around a corner, in the back room with the door open to make it look like they, that room is, is lit as well. Or anywhere you can put a flash that is out of frame. 
and the aim is to light any dark area subtly, not blasting light everywhere. So yeah, you'll, you're going to need flashes and definitely off camera. Next, what angles to use? Well, you can get all artsy-fartsy and think about getting down low and this kind of thing. You've got to think about what the photos are going to be used for. The bar owner is going to use them for promotion, either in printed material, maybe menus, any advertising in papers, magazines, on the website and social media. The person viewing the photos needs to see the photos from their point of view, and that is eye level. Now, there's nothing wrong with a few shots from up high or low to the ground to get a nice effect of, you know, looking up at the bar or whatever. But the majority should be taken at eye level, just so that when someone looks at the images, they find the place inviting, not, oh, that's a cool shot, what is it? They need to see exactly what they're going to get when they walk through the doors. Now, the next question he had was, are the customers going to be there or not? Now, the answer is yes, but not regular customers. Well, yeah, <laughs> regular customers, but just getting model releases signed might be difficult with a bar full of regulars coming in and out the door and controlling them during the shoot would not be easy. It'd be an absolute nightmare with a bunch of drunks. I think you should ask the owner to pick a few regulars or close friends to come over for a drink at a time when they're normally closed. So if they open at noon, get a bunch of people over at 10 in the morning. Any time when it's closed, just get them in, a few people, maybe six to 10 maximum. Get a few people standing at the bar, a few sitting down having a beer and, and a burger, and just get them to pose, you know. I watched a video by a guy who shot stock photography. This is back oh, 15 years ago, and he was making a million a year shooting, shooting all this stock photography. And he would get models in, and he taught them how to crack a smile and freeze. So they were, the head was back, there's a big smile on the face, you know, and there's a bunch of people and they're all doing it. And it looked like everyone, he captured them all mid-laugh. Someone had told a joke and they were all laughing. But what he actually did was get them to throw their heads back with the mouths wide open, showing lots of teeth and a big smile and freeze. And then he'd start taking the pictures. So it's just simple things like, in this case, I'm not expecting you to have to go train anyone. But if you could just get a few to do it, it would be, it'd be quite interesting to see the results. But like I say, you need people at the bar. You even need a picture of the owner behind the bar serving people. You've got to stroke people's ego. People sitting at tables, eating, drinking, having a good time. So yeah, do it while the place is closed because trying to get all the photos you need on a Saturday night when the bar's full, it would be just total chaos. So I wouldn't advise that. The next issue he had was, should you shoot the food? Should you take photos of the food? Yes, I think getting some photos of the food they offer is important, even if it's only burgers. Maybe they do a fancy burger, I don't know, but if it's just plain burgers, yes. And while you're at it, get some pictures of the beers that they offer. Showing potential customers what they can eat and drink will make the decision to visit the bar way easier. Now, how much should you charge? Now, Kevin first asked me this question about this bar months ago. And the reason I didn't answer him then was I couldn't come up with a price. Now, after asking a second time, I have to answer. So, a full-time commercial photographer would want thousands of dollars to do a shoot like this. 
and most small business owners don't have that kind of money available. This is a great place to start if you're looking to shoot for small businesses. If this is your first step into paid shoots, I would think about how much you would like to get paid for one and a half to two hours of shooting plus editing time. So let's say three hours. Just decide on an hourly rate that you're happy with for your first shoot and multiply it by the three hours. Or if you're a regular at this bar, how many free beers and burgers can you get out of it for you and your wife? I would look at this shoot as a gateway to more work. Do a good job for the owner and market yourself to all the other bar owners in the area. They'll pay decent money for it. Pricing is difficult when you haven't done a shoot before. If you've already been doing portrait sessions, you know what you want to earn from a shoot. So going into something like this, it's quite easy. You can just say, I want X amount of dollars. It's not that much different from a portrait session, apart from you're not selling prints, you're handing over, uh, handing over the digital files. The situation that Kevin is in is just like starting out trying to build a portrait portfolio. You start off with a few free sessions and gradually raise your prices. This one session can be the start of a very niche business photographing pubs, bars, restaurants. This opportunity is one that you just have to do, I think. Even if, like I said earlier, it's for free beer and burgers, once you get into something new, other opportunities will open up for you. But you need to take that first step. In fact, it it doesn't matter what you shoot. The more sessions you do, the more contacts you get. The owner of this bar might have a friend who owns a restaurant, who, in turn, has a friend who owns a custom body shop. Before you know it, your niche has changed from pubs and restaurants to classic muscle cars. Take the first step, see where it takes you. It sounds like a really interesting thing to shoot. I'd love to have a go at something like that. It really would be a lot of fun. So I hope Kevin got some answers from this. Uh, I think I've covered everything. If you need help with anything, you can find me in the Facebook group. Ask as many questions you want and I'll try and answer them. Okay, I'll be back next week with more photo stuff. Talk to you soon. Bye.